Hello, and welcome to Indie Rock Baseball, episode two. Uh, this is the podcast where two highly unqualified individuals review, rate... Beers. Beers. Put two CDs up against each other, and uh, we uh, loosely based... Uh, we, we review them loosely based on um, baseball rules. We, po- we apply strict standard and metrics to each song. Yes. Yes. Um, it's it's uh, no, not at all. No, I couldn't even. I couldn't even <laughs> think that. All right, you're a, you're already ADDing. <laughs> Get that thing that way. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Same thing as last episode. Um, all right, so let's let's do a couple things up front. Uh, let's do some corrections and omissions. I, I fucked up a couple times in the last episode. I definitely scored fucked up. Uh, like. Improperly, I think I basically deprived them of a run oh. after the second listen. So sorry, but I still think Diarrhea Planet took that. We apologize to fucked up. Yeah, but I, I mean, do you think they took their? I think they took. I it. think they took it. Yeah, it was a good. It was a really good showing. Um, other than that, what other things was I embarrassed about or spoke improperly of? Uh, the Rainbow Room is next door to the Roxy, not across the street. That's one thing. Um, did you look this up? No, I just remembered. Oh, okay. <laughs> or did you get angry letters? <laughs> we haven't gotten angry letters because nobody can contact us yet. Um, so we should probably fix that. Well, it's funny you mention that. Because oh, Because you're stealing my thunder. I had a big correction to make. I don't know. Should I give my, my big correction now? Yeah, or do it we'll, now. Do it now. All right. So we're putting the corrections right up front. Um, I said to send us passenger pigeons if you've got because we don't even have an email or you'd have to hunt us down to find some way to contact I'm, us i'm actively working on an email i think it will be available probably before this drops yes and uh bird experts and um lovers of the 18th or the 19th century would know that you couldn't send us a passenger pigeon because passenger pigeons have been extinct since 1914. And it's a fascinating story. Would you like to hear the story of the fascinating story of the extinction <laughs> I would, like, I would really like pigeons? to know that, actually, yes. Um, well, you'll have to tune in to my next podcast, which is <laughs> going to be called Indie Rock Ornithology. <laughs> oh, no. Because it's, it's, it's a subject of books. But essentially, passenger pigeons went from being in the hundreds of millions to being extinct in the course of a couple decades. Oh, wow. Do you know what the name of the last passenger pigeon was? Um, I had a name. Michael? No. <laughs> no, it was Martha, named after Martha Washington. Okay. And died in the Cincinnati Zoo. This this podcast is off to a rocking start. So so what are you thinking of then when you're saying? Because, I mean, well, pigeons well, pigeons exist. That can well, what I, me- what I meant, what I should have said was a carrier pigeon. Oh, a carrier pigeon. A Thank carrier you. pigeon, not a passenger pigeon. We regret the error. We're so sorry. <laughs> I'm really glad this is taking off. <laughs> um, so uh, a couple things right off the bat. Let's talk about our matchup today. Um, so I think you brought up Robin's new record. I brought up Robin's new record. Um, and it is getting very good reviews. I uh, subscribe to an aggregation service called, uh, I think it's Any Decent Music. Um, and we were looking for a competitor. And right along Robin's, I believe it's 8.3, mm-hmm. is an album by Daughters with an 8.2 rating. Definitely different genres. Robin is uh, alternative pop. How would you describe I would probably say something like that. Pop, but with a little bit, of, uh, just a little bit left of center. Yeah, okay. And then Daughters, I don't know what we're in store for, to be frank. Like, it's, I was reading the, re- the review and a bit of their background. It's 
Noise rock, I think, is the closest thing that anybody could say about it, but it's all over we the place. We could talk about these categories and whether they mean anything. The things that I read said they started as grindcore and went to math rock, but they don't really like the term math rock, so it's kind of noise. And I don't know what half of these things really mean. Let's just <laughs> listen to it and see for ourselves. All right, the good news, all right, so uh, I was I was coming down on Michael a little hard. Uh, I will admit that mm. for, for, for not being on top of the scouting report. I don't think we even knew our roles now. I think we were just looking at uh, some Thursday. Flying by the seat of our pants. <laughs> we were just looking at some Thursday night football. Maybe we're looking at a... Uh, Al Michaels and Troy Aikman of the world, where yes. somebody's a little more in charge of stats, or again, we don't know baseball, but uh, what is that? Uh, what's his name? Joe Buck and mm-hmm. whoever is in charge of stats. I, I I don't know. I haven't been watching enough of that lately. Okay. But go Who, who's going to be like the <laughs> Dennis Miller of the Dennis Miller era Monday Night Football? What they kind of like corny cultural in jokes. I think we pretty much have to share that responsibility. Okay. Okay. And we're not we're not going to have a Rush Limbaugh. Oh, Do you hell. remember that, or was that how fallen down the memory hole? That one, really? He was he was on Monday Night Football for a hot minute until he started saying stupid stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I was unaware of that. Completely. Yeah, yeah. Um, only thing I will mention is that these records will not uh, have those uh, exemptions that we had with the other records. These are very succinct nine, ten song records that mm-hmm. are around forty five minutes each. So hey, we might get through a podcast that's about an hour and a half long. <laughs> depending on how this goes. Uh, should we just dive in? Have we decided which one we're going to do first, or do we want to decide that now? Do, how do, should we do this? Like you said, we, we You really brought up prepared. Robin first, so let's hit Robin first. Let's hit Robin first. Robin is the uh, away team here. The album is called... It's called Honey. Honey. Um, the first track is called Missing should, You. Should we intro this a little bit first? Should we talk yeah, about it a little first? Let's do scouting report. Attention. Well, the listeners. scouting report is um, everybody's been waiting for Robin, and I mean everybody's been waiting for Robin to make an album for eight years or so. It's really been eight years? It's been eight years okay. since Body Talk. Have you heard Robin? Did you listen to Body Talk? I, yes. Okay. In fact, I, I have. I remember Robin. Robin, who doesn't like Robin? Robin's been around for a long time, number one. Okay. She's been around since the late 90s. She started off when she was a teen. There's a lot of fascinating stories. Both both of these um, both of these artists have been around a long time. Okay. They've had kind of, let's say, up and down careers. Not up and down, lots of ups, but then a lot of t- lots of time out of the spotlight. Okay. Downtime just being like, ah, I don't need to make a record for eight years. It's fine. That's kind of the backstory of this album, is that Robin kind of went away for most of her 30s. Do you know if Robin produces her own music, or is it... She doesn't. She has collaborators. Okay, it's a collaborator. I, th- so I think now she is starting to take more of a helm with that, but she's always been kind of in control of her own career, which got her, I guess, a little bit of reputation as, as a, when she was younger, much younger, uh, unfairly, it sounds like, for being difficult, just because she wanted to have a say in what she was doing. Okay. Uh, um, from what I've, been, I've read... It's pretty interesting stuff. There is a really interesting story behind how we have Robin to thank for Britney Spears. Okay. Well, let's, let's dive well, yeah, in. Yeah, let's dive let's in. Dive we'll in. get to that story get later Get some on. anecdotes as we go along. Uh, so, first song, It's Missing You. Well, if, if I was in a bad mood, this is already getting me in a better mood. I'm curious if it's going to be, whoa, 
It, what is that? Uh, Robin's glittery rebel takes her way back from darkness. Interesting. We're looking at an uh, article from the New York Times. New York Times. There's a lot of Robin articles in prestigious publications. Worth looking into. Worth reading. I mean, I'm already liking this a lot. You know, I don't listen to a whole lot of dance music, which is maybe why I especially like But I listen to, I like listening to rock. Yeah, I don't listen to a lot of dance music. Well, I should take that back. I listen to a lot of pop when I'm with my children. Yeah. Uh, because pop agree, is agreeable to them. <laughs> I think they could get down with this, though. For sure. Two nine-year-olds bopping their heads. What's the title of this again? Uh, this is Missing You, as she just said. So I've been studiously avoiding listening to this album this week, even though I knew we were going to do this. But I have been listening to a lot of Body Talk. And that album is great. That album, you know, I don't ask for much for my dance music, but I want it to be... On vinyl or are you just doing Spotify? No, just, just listening to it on Spotify. I want it to be catchy. Um, to not be totally insubstantial. That album has more hooks than Grandpa's Tackle Box. <laughs> Ew. It, so is, it I, is so good. I'm very curious to see if it's going to be straight across the board, like electronic pop songs, or if we're going to delve into some acoustic stuff. This is going to be different, at least from what we're led to believe. It's going to be, as a couple of these articles have said, a little bit more club-centric, maybe a little bit less hooky and poppy. So here we are at the hook. I mean, I like it a lot. I, it's, it's not blowing me away. No, not yet. I just saw the, the album cover. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are we talking about? Is, is Robin in her 40s now? She's about, I think she's right late 30s, early 40s. Okay. I would guess she's right about at the big 4-0. I think I've taken away what I can from this. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling, for me, a single. Maybe yeah, a double. I'll maybe her, a double. I'll, I'll lead, a, lead off single. Okay. Production is dope. So right now we have a man. Uh, let's just do women for Robin. Women, mm-hmm. A woman on first. I'm a human being. This is called Human Being. Thank you, Robin, for letting us know that right off the bat. My heart can't stop beating. So the story behind this is Don't after her last set of albums, she went on with life for a while. She lost a very one of her collaborators died of cancer along the way. Oh, shit. So there's loss in this. Um, she went into psychoanalysis for five years, and this is something she's been open about. She went into um, self-exploration. She's basically been in the public eye for most of her life, and it sounds like some of this is that self-exploration, which is pretty cool. Where is Robin from, do you know? She's from Sweden. Somewhere? From Sweden. Sweden. Okay. And This definitely feels like something she's taking a step back, reflecting on some stuff. Well, and then, you know. 
you know, she wants us to move our bodies closer to her, which is yeah. which is cool. Yeah, I'm willing to give these some time because it sounds like she's again making less pop songs, more songs that drift in and out. Yeah, so this one is pop length. This one's right around three minutes, three thirty or so. The last one was definitely a, a little bit of a of a bigger uh, ask for a pop song. It was around five minutes ish. So this is more succinct. But we're both bopping, bopping our heads. I mean. Mm-hmm. I really like this, though. Yeah. Wait, who's this guy? I don't know. <laughs> I no, should find that out. No sub, I am no sub, no sub credit listed. Yeah, I mean, this is really, really good. The the thing with, with pop, right? The yeah. thing with pop that I, ha- I have a issue with it, it's production tools and and sounds and the production level values change over the years for sure but if you put this you know next to like a madonna song from your like later madonna years right mm-hmm. where the sounds are about the same you know i guess what are they trying to accomplish I don't know. I don't actually. I forget it. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't understand when you're dealing with basically strictly electronic elements, right? Um, how does this set itself aside from something nearly identical from, say, ten years ago? Because it is essentially that kind of vibe, mm-hmm. right? This isn't like the newer things you hear on the radio now, right? So. I think that's part of why I like it, frankly. Well, we made it through. Uh, any uh, opinions? Uh, I almost want to give it just a ball. Yeah, I was a ball. Yeah. Like I, it was good, but uh, yeah. All right, we have a woman on first and one ball. is called because it's in the music so you uh, when we were texting earlier this week you literally were saying like you were very very I was very, very excited, excited about this. this are you still excited after yeah so uh, uh, so far I'm just getting into it I, I knew that it's probably not going to be as much of an immediate hit do you know a single? Like, if there's a single? Yeah. There, what's the single? It's mi- uh, Missing You, I believe it's what it's called. Oh, so that was the first one. No, not Missing You. Not, not Missing You. Hang on. should know this, right? Falling down the job again. Nope, it is. It's Missing You. Yeah, so that was the first track. We gave that a single. I feel that this thing is going to be a remix album is coming very, very soon. Yeah. Right? Like, pop off the tracks. 
Give it to some good producers. So it's multiple producers? I like that chorus. Yeah. Do you know it's, it's multiple producers? Um, it is... Her main collaborator is a guy by the name of Klaus. Or Klaus, I know that. Klaus. Klaus. I did like that hook, too. I'm already at, like, single-ish level. That's nice. Yeah. See, I, I could listen to this. I she's, Here's already, she's already heading for second on this album, for, on, on this song. I like it, too. Here's a question. Have you listened to... Either of the first two records we reviewed in the first episode. Yes. I have two. Yes. I have actually put on uh, Fuck Up two times. Mm-hmm. Of course, I didn't listen to the last of four songs. Uh, we should mention that we both bought new laptops and new iPads for this record. Because um, due to our rules, we do have to destroy our, destroy. Destroy our equipment if the album strikes out. Oh, I like this little breakdown, D-section bridge. What about um, Diarrhea Planet? I have been listening to Diarrhea Planet. Okay. I have not done that, but I really... Well, I, I've, I've been making up for it because I've been listening to some DP. I threw on I threw on some Fucked Up during a run, and it was really, really good. It's a great record. It really is good. Even the ones that we were kind of saying about the... Uh, you know, diverging from their genre stuff. They're good songs. I like music you can drive to uh, because I do a lot of driving in my daily. And I, I could, this is a, I, I could drive to this. I know it's a weird comment. No, not at all. Yeah, this is, I'm, I'm doubling this if you're all right with that. Oh, yeah. All right. All right, so we have a, oh, that drives a run in. Because no, the woman was on second. So now we have a woman on third and a woman on first, and one ball. Yeah. So going back to what you asked before, as we cue up the next song, the next song is "Baby Forgive Me." Baby, forgive me. Yes. Go ahead. What were you saying? Uh, you were asking me if I was. Uh, I'm excited about this because it's a highly anticipated album. Um. And just doing a little bit of research because that is my job here. Well, we haven't defined <laughs> roles and responsibilities, which is hilarious because right now nobody's my work is going to hear this. But I'm in a very weird struggle <laughs> with some contractors at work where I have to define roles and responsibilities, yes. <laughs> and it's very funny. But no, we didn't define roles and responsibilities. I just started jabbering a lot more than you did at the, right. at the first one. You can jabber more than me. It's totally fine. Um, and I was throwing to you for who, hey, who, Michael. Me, how about the how about the stats in the scouting room? You're like, uh, <laughs> should I have? I'm something the one with the laptop <laughs> on my lap, so I guess and that's it's good because I am kind of driving the uh, for the folks listening. I'm driving the engineering side of this with the uh, the laptop recording our voices and the music, making sure we can hear everything. Michael has a laptop. Uh, so my assumption was like, hey, he'll have like Wikipedia open and I could throw it to him. That was not what happened. <laughs> it didn't exactly happen. The other tagline, I think, for this this podcast would be like, uh, two guys that are friends hanging out, listening to uh, uh, two records and talking, talking over it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe and, the more bluntly honest tagline. Oh, and drinking beer. So drinking I, beer. I, I, let's, for the hopes of getting sponsors for this thing. Yes. 
Uh, last week, what were we? What did we have? Do you remember? Last yeah, week we had Brewdog, Brewdog. Punk IPA. This week we are drinking Ballast Point Sculpin IPA. Grapefruit Sculpin IPA. Definitely tastes like grapefruit. I'm good with that. It's um, delicious. Yeah. So come at us, Ballast Point. Price point is fairly low. Mm-hmm. Probably free beer. This is this is a slow burn. It's a very slow burn. I meant the track, not the grapefruit sculpin IPA. No, that's hitting pretty hard. Were you a massive attack fan? I like trip hop. I, okay. I like I, I was I like Massive Attack. I think I probably had it on CD at some point back in the day. I know I wore the hell out of more stuff like Portis Head. Yeah, Portis Head. That was Massive that was attack, more. Yeah. I, I was very well. I was in a, a band that was very like that. Um, but this track in particular is just very kind of low key. I mean, it's all about her voice, right? This mm-hmm. is the record's about her voice. Um, it's fantastic. All right, fine. I forgive you, Robin. I'm sorry. The crowd is cheering her? It is a slow burn. I mean, where are we at? Got another minute if you're going to ball this out. Let's see if there's anything more coming from it. I'm very curious when we get into records that kind of the songs evolve into something where at the end of this song, we would just completely change our minds. Uh, Case in point, I think Foxing, I sent Foxing to Mm -hmm. you. Those songs, especially like the first three, like, oh, this is kind of interesting. And been like midway, it's like, what the hell's going on? And like, I would have home run probably the first two songs from the Mm -hmm. last Foxing record. Um, That'll be fun when we get some albums where there's a couple, you know, killer tracks and then some that just suck. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Um, so this was written by Robin and Mr. Top Hat. Oh, Mr. Top Hat. You know Mr. Top Hat? He's from uh, Rick and Morty, right? I, I guess <laughs> Mr. Top Hat is. No. Or, uh, no, I, I, Bojack Horseman, maybe? <laughs> That's Mr. Peanut Butter. That's Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> All right, we made it to the end. Yeah, I, I'm bawling that bit. And if you, yeah, that sounded uh, that sounded weird. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I, I like it fine. It's it's yeah. It's only nine tracks. Here. Is that All right, nine tracks. Uh, so. I, I'm saying ball. What are you saying for the? Last I'm gonna give her a single. All right, I defer to you. We have a run in then, and a woman on second and mm-hmm. first. One ball. One run in, one ball, and a woman on first and second. Baby, forgive me. This song is called Sin to Robin Immediately. And there's a story behind this one, too. Hit me. Um, I don't remember it exactly, but it has something <laughs> to do with sending tracks back and forth with one of her collaborators. Yeah. And he sent her a file. It's in one of the interviews that I was reading. And that's, a, that's a thing now, I think. Like, with the technology we have now, you can definitely collaborate I, I think it's been a challenge in the past mm-hmm. but now I think it's very very easy to there's actually tools and websites mm-hmm. um, I can't think of the names off the top of my head but that you can literally like have an interactive MIDI kind of thing where you're playing and they're playing and like 
collaborated on a track and build it as uh, you go. The first act of any renown that I remember doing this or hearing about this was the Postal Service. Actually, yeah. that was that was wasn't that before you could do it electronically? Yeah, weren't it, they it, literally sending each other tapes through the mail, and that's why nah, they called the postal it, service? It, it was email. I don't know. It, was it was still email. email. Yeah. I, I think it was still that's still primitive. Like I'm still like here's a thing. Yeah, and then Ben Gibbard or whatever would be like, okay, cool. Here's the thing I put on it and send it back. Because I mean, I use Logic as the music production software I use, and you can literally like send it over. I can pull it up, add a track send you back what I added mm -hmm. and it's still tr it's still multi-track so yeah. you could still fuck with it and do whatever you need we're showing our age talking about like the postal service oh yeah we should definitely like set that tone we're old <laughs> actually I'm sorry there it is I'm sorry there. I'm sorry I'm old I'm pretty old too So, so uh, Ryan, your friend Ryan, yes. said that we should potentially pick an album as our maybe a sponsor or like we we're, we're favor, the manager. We, the we manager. favor a record. Yeah, well, not in favor, but more like that's our representative, our champion, or we are the champion of that record, or something. Well, if that's the case, this would be your record because you is mine. texted I me multiple times about this. Yes, like, I said that this is the one we got to do. All right, I'll take I'll take Dodgers, and so. Basically, like you and or I while, while still preserving perfect impartiality yeah. in our judgments. Yeah. He's your friend. I know Ryan. I've met Ryan a few times. Yes. We played some trivia. I'm indifferent about this, to be honest. It's... But the thing, I, I, feel, I feel a wind. I feel something changing in the air. This is... Well... It's getting louder, Michael, so that means something. No, actually, it's, it's got 40 seconds left, so I don't know exactly what's going to happen. It's gonna... In a radio interview, Robin stated that this song was based on a track that Adam Bainbridge, who goes by the name Kindness, played her. Robin said she loved it and asked him to send it to her immediately. She'd always wanted to sample the song French Kiss by Lil Lewis and was blown away by how Kindness incorporated into the song. Henceforth, the song became titled "Send to Robin Immediately." Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a slow kind of grind. It's kind of underworldy. It's very just like I wouldn't say trance, but very just there, right? And she's kind of riffing over it. It's good, and you know, but that's the kind of electronic music I like because it's the kind of thing I can put on and then make like weird abst abstract drawings to. So is that, is that a single, then? I'll give it a single. All right. Yeah. I'm we have women on first, second, and third. She's got bases loaded. One run. No strikes, though. One ball, zero strikes. Song six is called Honey. Title track. We're getting through yeah. this quickly, though. It's good. For our listeners, she's got our honey. Okay, they picked a good title track. I really like this already. You into Peaches at all? I'm trying to remember if I've really listened to much Peaches. Okay. 
Is it reminiscent? Are you it, getting a Peaches it's, vibe? It's an Aglet a bit. Um, definitely like the same kind of track, same kind of pop. You know who else loves Robin? Who? Like loves Robin. Lord. Oh, really? Lord, Lord loves. Uh, this, she, that's completely makes sense. Uh, that's, a par- that's a parallel. Yeah, for sure. She performed on SNL with a picture of Robin on her piano. Wait, Robin performed on no, SNL? No, no, other way around. Okay. This is great. I'm already in double-ish territory. She got the bases loaded. You can score some runs here. Let's see what happens here. Oh, we didn't do our normal default. Uh, Hold on. Yeah, this is really good. No, I just didn't say we we didn't uh, uh, cater to our our benefactor. This is a uh, Jens Carson concept. Thanks, Jens. As soon as we start making beer or money. Yeah, Lord is exactly a great like analogy or parallel to this. See, and that's that's where I'm I'm very curious about. Like, so, what makes a Lord track like a pop hit? Is it just producers? Their voices are they both can sing? Mm-hmm. They both can sing their asses off. So, I don't know. Marketing. We kind of talked over the first verse, but I just want to read you some lyrics. Hit me. It's, I got your honey, baby, at the heart of some kind of flower. Stuck in glitter, strands of saliva. Won't you get me right where the hurt is? At the heart of some kind of flower. Stuck in glitter, strands of saliva. If you can get saliva into a pop song, strands of saliva, then that that's... That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> That goes back to the peaches thing, where it gets a little more sexual. But just uh, also kind of weird and like really exact and precise. And I like that. Yeah, something we should take into account. We are just kind of talking over a lot of this stuff. That's what we do. How how much do lyrics mean to you and songs? Because some people honestly like don't give a shit. Like if the person can sing and it's a good melody. It depends on the music to some extent. Um, some things I'm just listening to for the sound or to kind of zone out on, which tends to be my way with things that are a little bit more like this, that are a little bit more trancey or ambient. Yeah, this would be, you know, I, I do uh, programming for work. I, th- I could easily put this on kind of and just grind it out instead of uh, something more challenging, you know, like a Isabel record or something like that yeah. where you have to like focus on the lyrics. This is great. It's a, it's a great title track. I think it's the perfect single, if that was the case. I would double it. I don't give a double. That, that right. knocks two runs in. Next song is Between the Lines. Let's see what we got here. It's got yeah. two runs in. We got a woman on second. Um, we have three runs and one ball. Great, great Shut. hit. 
You were really leaning on the ba- the baseball analogies last time. <laughs> you were doing like wind going out, small yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. So, so how do you feel about? So did she just like? Was it just consistent? Uh, just just like through like right field. She's got a good eye. Good she's eye. Got All a right. good eye because she's not whiffing on any pitches here. But the we way the, the way this is going, yeah, I think the wind is kind of leaning, going out of the park. You know, there's no home runs, or at least not off the first listen. And I'm, yeah, that's true. Like, there's there's no, nothing that's been like blown me away. Like, holy shit! I mean, dancing, holy. dancing on my own is legit. Probably one of the best songs of the decade. There's nothing like that here on first listen. That's off her last record. Yeah. Okay. I need to revisit that because that's it's so. I've good. heard it for sure. Yeah. But it, there's, it, a, there's it, at least two songs on the album where the hooks just dig into you, and they are fantastic. You know, this is, as one of the descriptions, which I think is a pretty apt description of her music, at least previously, she's, she's had like three different careers, because she was kind of pre, say pre-Britney Spears, set the template for Britney Spears, because she was weird Scandinavian girl, she wasn't quite so controlled. I'll get into that story in a little bit. Um, but then you mean her, after we strike this because this is not great. <laughs> what do we got here? What is this? We're uh, just talking right over it. <laughs> Between the lines. Yeah. It's it's not my favorite. Yeah, I'm not really feeling this that much. I'm not feeling <laughs> this. <laughs> Strike it, she could afford to yeah. strike. All right, sorry, Robin. This one's called uh, Beach 2K20. Uh, so we still have a woman on second, three Two runs tracks in, to go, three runs in, and one ball. Now, she's had like three different careers. Wait, so actress, like, talk to me about it. What, what well, I mean, she started off in her teens, actually, she started off as a kid. But really, her pop music career started off in her teens and had a couple hits, including one that made a few waves around the late 90s here. Swedish Wave? Swedish Wave. And the Swedish Swedish League. I, I would happily do talk Swedish music all day and all night because, God, do I love the Swedish music. All right, hit me. Hit me with the Swedes. Uh, all the Swedes. No, I mean, like, I like, like, like Swedish. Tell me, tell me some Swedish. I, I, I could do acts. podcasts on the cardigans from here on. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we got cardigans. Uh, trying to think of other Swedish acts. I know some Icelandic acts. Um, Swedish. Hit me. I, I really don't. My it? my favorite unknown. Well, I shouldn't say unknown band, but your band you've never heard of. Yep. Is a band from Sweden called Eggstone. I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm amazed you haven't heard me drunkenly talk about the merits of Eggstone before. I'm writing down Eggstone. Oh, well, when we do indie rock throwback, I will, and we do old albums, I, I will throw some Eggstone at you, guaranteed. Yeah, so I, I think this is definitely a topic but we that's, need. But it's a different to... type of music. But man, I, I have nothing but love for all the music that Sweden has given us. We um, should delve into I, that. I think any any rock baseball classic, which yes. is uh, we, we, would be great. I just I, my we should concern, ask my our concern, millions and millions of fans. Yes, all of our listeners. I'm my concern is like it's just like home run, home run, home run, home run. Like mm. when you start throwing, right? Again, this is. I don't know what this is. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, it's so here's the deal with electronic music or with 
Oh, do tell. <laughs> no, I, I like a lot. And I like music where I can kind of, like, zone out. Yep. In my mind, my derisive term for a lot of electronic pop is H&M music. It's the kind of music you hear in the background when you're in H&M. This is like very... Buying, this buying is what a, I think I, I recently just bought a shirt at H&M, and this was in the background. Yeah, and it's that's for music that doesn't make any impression on me, and I'm and I'm just like, well, yeah, like I, yeah, I I don't know about this man, I, and I hate to like not hear the last track of this record because we just did. That's only that's only strike two. That's only strike two. Oh, that's true. So we will hear all this. Yeah, I, you 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 can. Yeah, I'm, you I'm can striking. Punch this. Up, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Last song ever again. We have a woman on second. We're making it to the end of the record. Three. Yep, yeah, we made it to the end. We will not have to throw away our uh, devices or laptops. Three runs in. One ball. Woman on second. Two strikes. So Robin was away for almost a decade. She only gave us nine tracks. Is that? That's true. See, I I I, I like this a lot already. I was talking about something beforehand, though. Oh, um. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember what. Where was I? I don't know. I was right here. <laughs> That's the kind of content you're gonna get here at IRB and mm-hmm. Iraq Baseball, folks. How how do you feel about uh, always or all these? I've only heard a little bit. I don't really have oh, an opinion. Dude, it's so good. So good. It's so good. I think the. Uh, the lead singer of that band has a great voice too, but their tracks are just—it's just a different kind of thing. It's not—it doesn't go this route, kind of the poppier. Um. Okay, so this track is yes. called "Ever Again." Yep, and the and the chorus is never going to be brokenhearted ever again, which is in a way kind of ironic rebuke to her whole career because. The songs that made her huge, the song that made her love, were described as crying on the dance floor records or dancing while crying on the dance floor records. This is along those lines. I could cry to this. On the dance floor? Yes, I think so. But never going to be brokenhearted again as you're crying? I mean, I see a tear forming, but... Yeah, just give me a second. I'm going to go to my bedroom. (laughs) Um, no, but I think I think there is it's like an emo pop ish mm-hmm. emo pop, electronic pop. I like this a lot. Though. I like it too. It's probably gonna drive a run in. Yeah, even if it's a single, it's gonna drive a run in. Just got that little sort of '80s funk. Yeah, this is great. I like this almost as much as the one we gave a, a, a double two. two. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Anything yeah. for you, Robin. Robin, we trust you. Again, she would fucking hate us. <laughs> Again, folks, we don't have an email. We don't have a mailbox. We don't believe the artists are going to listen to this, but please don't forward it to them. Yeah, I I think I'm a double on this. Well, it's a little more. 
Let's hey, see if we can we're, leg we're, it out. We're, we're cranking along on this podcast, so I mean, we only have, I think, maybe a minute left. Yeah, we have a minute left. So, I think we're both on board. It's not a strike. No, it's All not right, a strike. Yeah. So here's something I want to talk about. So, things that we aren't going to tackle for this podcast. We we text back and forth about which ones we think we should tackle. The Ty Siegel record that I think he put out three records in 2018, and I came across that. And it's not the one of covers the original. It's fucking fantastic. And the other one I was telling you about is the uh, Bill Ryder Jones. Uh, it, it wouldn't be great for this podcast. It's it's a little slow and kind of sad to be mm-hmm. frank. That's kind of his vibe, but it's so so good. Um, just other recommendations for music listening. That's it. That's it. That's we all made it through. Of Robin's honey. We went through that really quick. We have one more decision to make, and what is that? I would say that's a double. It really doesn't matter if it's a single. It's going to drive a run in. So I'll say a double. All right, so for Robin, uh, we have four runs in, a woman left stranded on second, and one ball and two strikes. That is a great showing. The score line is how many runs? Four runs. Four runs. One ball, two strikes, and a woman left stranded on, on ni- second. On nine tracks. Yeah, a woman left stranded on second. She is That's a very good song efficient. That's she a, is, what's, it's what a is good song title, a woman left stranded on second. <laughs> Street? I don't know. All right, we're going to take a break because I think I hear clipping and I think we need to take a break because <laughs> of recording issues. Be right back. Cool. Hey, folks, we're back. Hopefully we don't have any more technical issues. Um, we're going to have a little background music as we talk about the next record. This is Sunflower by a band called Rex Orange County. It's a guy called Rex Orange County. It's a guy. It's a 20-year-old English lad. He's just a lad. This is a... What are we... Oh, halftime show? What what could we call this? Baseball doesn't have halftime, huh? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Seventh inning stretch? This is is God Bless America. Yes, this is our God. (laughs) Take me out (laughs) to the... So, uh, by the way, uh, the thing about the theme song, I was planning on doing a new theme song for every single one of these. Uh, Life came in the way, so Mm -hmm. I did not, uh, I wasn't able to do that. Um, But I did come up with that uh, last weekend after we recorded. That is a child sang Andy Rack Baseball, my child, (laughs) one of the ones I created. So, yeah, what's what's the story of this? Exactly. This is, this is a song. I don't want to see you cry. Oh, this is great. It just wait. You don't have to feel this emptiness. She said, so, I love you too. So, in our version of baseball, and mine and Michael's version of baseball, we do have a halftime. And this is the halftime. Yes. It's halftime entertainment. I think what we'll do this maybe, is our performance. Maybe what we'll do is we'll switch off bringing in a. A song that's caught our ears. You know what? That's great because I think the the, the Ty Siegel or the uh, Bill Riley jo- Jones thing. I yeah. could have played one of those for halftime. Yeah. And this is yours. And so I'll tell you, this really hit all my '90s alternative pop, clean. What do I say? It, 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 it sounds like it could have been made by one of those sort of semi-obscure 
Swedish bands that I just love. I've never gonna, ever heard. It's gonna have some horns. Him. It's gonna have some, some strings. It's gonna have a little everything that I love. All right, so but it's a twenty-year-old English lad. Or you know, what? I think he's about twenty. This is actually pretty good. So instead of having just like kind of silence while we discuss the next record, we'll have the halftime show on. There you go. So we got this guy on. So daughters. So like I said before. Um, I was looking for something reviewed about the same as Robin, right? Um, and this is... A, There's nothing quite like a, Robin. A t- yeah. <laughs> this is a tenth of a difference of a point in aggregated review scores from across the internet. That, uh, whatever, take that however you wish. Um, but noise rock is a thing I am very, very into. Are very you into, into noise it. rock? I can't say I, I might be. It's not the first thing I'll turn to. Okay. Um, trying to think of something like a dirt bombs. The dirt bombs. Heard of? Can't say I've heard them. Okay. Not gonna lie. That's good. That's that's why we are the two hosts of this podcast. Yeah. We, we don't want to have two guys that listen to all the same shit anyway. Um, did you do any scouting on daughters or no? A little bit. Do you, can you tell us a little bit about it? Or um, what I read about mostly was the incredibly interesting stories of breakups and getting back together it's a band that started back in like 90s i think got my everything right. closed scouting so. report is coming up hold on yeah, gotta put a a beer down. so uh, while you're doing that I'll, I'll tell you what i what i what heard. do you know so what have you heard I, I, what's, what, what's the rumors what i have not heard is a daughter's song well, uh, what, I, what i did read about is like very diverse uh all the reviews couldn't coin a genre that would actually like fit them into a specific genre, and noise rock was kind of like the thing that that everybody agreed on as far as where they could fit. Um, but I think we're in for something pretty special. I don't know if you heard the le- the last low record. No, it's interesting. It, it's it's a good kind of interesting, but it's not. It challenges you a bit as a listener. Okay, it, it's not just like. Low generally is just like, okay, kind of slow, reverby, uh, whatever. Um, that was great. I, I love that way. song. I've been listening to that song a lot in the past short period of time. Okay. Yeah. Is, he, is that song new? or No, I don't think it's new. I think it goes back to probably earlier, like last year. I think it's a 2017 track. Uh, but yeah, that, that song pushes all my buttons. So yeah, I think what we're talking about here, it's it's not going to so the last record we just heard is very poppy. It's we're judging on how we feel about it as I don't know, emotionally, not emotionally, but um it's going to be pleasing to the ears. Maybe it's lyrically, maybe it's uh, production-wise, that's how we're going to be judging it. This is going to be a completely different turn mm. and, and I'm into it. Like um Oh yeah. That's kind of the matchups we should have. And apparently, uh, since we're adopting one of these releases for our own, this is mine. Um, so, again, just to recap what we had with Robin. We had four runs batted in, one ball, two strikes, and a woman left stranded on second. Coming up, we have Daughters. The album title is You Wouldn't Get What You Want. You Won't Get What You Want. Truer words were never spoken. Just like the famous Rolling Stones song. Yeah, just good. All right, City Song is the first record. You ready? Or first song, you ready? Let's go. All right.
I'm a little scared, Michael. Are you alright? I'm cool so far. Okay. Let me turn the lights down. Now are you scared? <laughs> yes. Okay. Have you ever heard of the Prince Horn Dance School? No. Oh, God. I got to get that in front of you. What, what, what is this? Prince, well, this is Dodgers, but Prince, no, Prince, no, <laughs> Prince Horn Dance School is, it, uh, it's, it's, uh, I believe it's a woman on bass and a man on drums or the other way around. Mm -hmm. And it's minimalist is how I would put it. And it's awesome. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. It's very hard to describe. Um, but imagine like this and then just like a man going like, the lyrics would what do you be think that percussion is in the background what do, what do you think it's not well I mean that's a, I mean it's a snare maybe 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 it's a hunk of car door being slammed against a well no it's probably a snare I was just <laughs> trying I was trying to be imaginative here it sounded like it was going off in some sort of noisy avant-garde direction and I wanted to imagine it was like a chunk of meat getting hit against a slab See, the weirder it is, the more I'm in for it. Yeah, if so you're, far if, so if you're, good. <laughs> like, I'm into this. If you're gonna Did go I already off, say this is called City Song? Yeah. Well, they had albums called Hell Songs and Canada Songs, so City Songs is kind of right, right up their alley. Yeah, so this is... <laughs> We couldn't have put two more different records up Perfect. against each then other. We, then we've done our jobs. This is great. <laughs> Sorry. This is this is up my alley. No, it's times when I want to listen to this too. I want it to get really weird. Do you know Scott Walker? Maybe we'll. we'll, we'll I don't know Scott Walker. We'll go a little further on. Scott Walker. Oh. Scott Walker could be the subject of many podcasts and could be. He's Is that a friend or an artist? No, he's an artist. Okay. I, I wish he was a friend. It would be pretty amazing. So, to your point, I think those might be gun blasts. Well, okay. Let, let, me, let me come back to this. So... Scott Walker. Let, 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 let me go I off got, on. I guess something. I think I guess some tendonitis is happening. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I got it too. I think it's. I think it's catching. It's contagious. Scott Walker, to um, was a in the 1960s. He was an American from Cleveland, I think from Ohio in any event, and he got. He was actually he has some other name. His name is not Scott Walker, but he went off to. He became part of a band. That got big, had a couple hits in America, and especially in Britain, under the name The Walker Brothers. Okay. And they had a song called The Sun, the sun Ain't Gonna Shine Anymore. I could sing it over the top of this. It'd probably be good. Would it be good? <laughs> I could. I, no, I won't. I, I haven't had enough beers to do that. The sun ain't gonna shine anymore. The moon ain't gonna sun in your... I, I'd have to. That could easily be put as a sample into this song. Uh, yeah. Like lo-fi side. So he, he was kind of like a teen pop star. And then he, after a period of time, after a couple records went bad, he disappeared. This is all the subject of a really good documentary called 30th Century Man. 
He became an idol of everybody from David Bowie, or a, a, a let's put it this way, a a influence, a cult figure of people from David Bowie to Jarvis Cocker to everybody in between. Everybody name checks Scott Walker. He's still around. He's now probably well into his 60s or 70s, but he's progressively gone as far away from that kind of 60s chamber pop further and further into avant-garde noise rock. This. Art rock. Exactly, into this. And so, and he's a fascinating guy. I think he's incredibly interesting and incredible. And this is something like what you would get from him. And I'm thinking of this documentary where it's like they're literally taking two by fours and hitting them off sides of meat for the percussion. So we're, we're in a weird space though, right? So, so how do we judge this, right? Like, first off, I'm enjoying it. It's, it's challenging though. Yeah. It's not, this isn't, I'm gonna go sweep the house no. and put this on. Or hey kids, you wanna hear <laughs> something that daddy's into recently? Um, uh, well, I, I feel like playing this to your kids would be some kind of experiment, like seeing what they would turn out to be. <laughs> well, we made it through, by the way. <sighs> Heads up. You're going to give it a single? Really? Yeah, you're going to give it a double? Okay. No, no, single is fine. Yeah. I was thinking about ball, but that's fine. No, I, I'm in. I, I, it was, lead off it was interesting enough. The water sits still. Ooh, sorry, we spoke. Sorry, sir. Oh, <laughs> he's done. Yes. <laughs> Second song, lo- Long Road, No Turns. We have a man on first. So there are numer- numerous stories in the world of parents who have, and you are a parent, I'm not. You're uh, Parents who have um, taken their children as subjects of their theories. Um, oh, John, like subject them to experiments and things like well, that? Well, if not so much experiments as I have a theory of the way that children should be raised, I'm going to raise them that way. Oh, yeah. Um, There's a whole French parent thing that's... uh, Well... Yeah. Yes, uh, uh, but we can go back into history and go to John Stuart Mill, one of the great um, philosophers of the 19th 19th century, whose father was also a great philosopher, who essentially raised him according to certain precepts and principles, and you know, uh, I guess he turned out all right, but also... I guess the point I'm making is is you can have this idea and it can go very, very badly. I wonder what would happen if you were the kind of parent who said, I'm going to expose my children at the age of eight, nine, at three or four, whatever, to um, to this. Hey, kids. So I, I, I could speak very directly yes. to, to how my nine-year-old twins would react. To they would be like, Dad, fuck off. Uh, and either in those words, <laughs> unfortunately, they have said that word. Um, but no, I think I think they would definitely say they would either. I'm like, I'm not turning this off. This is an experiment. They would leave the room. Be like, why are you doing this to us? Um, you know, I only tie them down to listen to music every now and again. Like this would be a challenge. What music that you enjoy is their favorite music? I mean, th- that's a pretty easy thing. That's like your Beatles and your Dylan and your, you know. There's like, Dylan. Yeah, they're, they're, they're into that stuff. Awesome. That's fine. But again, it's very uh, uh, pop for what it is now in, in 2018. It's made for children, essentially. Like, it is very pleasant, major chords, usually the same ones. 
And yeah, it, it appeals to them. Um, this is challenging for me, to be honest. This is it's the first one was a little more approachable. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel about approachable. This. As approachable as daughters can be. Yeah. Yeah, I might have to pull this, to be honest. You can strike it. All right. Sorry, long road, no turns. Long strike. We are on sign in the walls. We have a, a man on first. One strike. That's about it. And I, I knew this was going to be like this. Like, I knew what we were getting into, to be frank. Mm-hmm. So if you look at... Let's say this is something we get to talk about. The uh, like pitchfork, right? Do you read pitchfork much? Now and then. So there's grime. I don't know how much grime music you're into. There's some not in- a whole lot. Indie hip hop. There's mm-hmm. uh, avant garde kind of electronica, and there's like yeah. cutting edge electronica type stuff. And it goes into this kind of like it's art. For sure. Yeah, all music is art, don't get me wrong. But it goes into the art as... Not um, Coldplay. A, Coldplay is an art. <laughs> no, thank you. But, like, like it's it's conceptual as as opposed to, uh, like, you appreciate it and you identify that they're making interesting things. Yeah. But it's not something you're going to put on day-to-day, right? Uh, liars, maybe, something like that. Um Grime is tough for me. Like, there's a lot of grime music that uh, I I get it, but I, I can't listen to it. Like, there's there's right now I'm not gonna be putting this on anytime soon. No, I have to be really in the. It, I was talking about Scott Walker before, and right. he came out with an album a year about two years ago. And I listened to it a few times, and it was it was a cool listen, but it's something not something I'm popping on on Sunday morning as I'm having my cup of coffee. I have to like be really in the mood for it. But I think I think if I talk to a guy who is daughters, is there a guy? It's a single guy. A guy who is the conceptual uh, creator in daughters. They're, they're a four-piece. Oh, they're a four-piece. They're a four-piece. But, uh, so let's say I had those guys over for brunch, right? And I'm like, hey guys, here's the eggs benedict that you requested. Uh, vegan egg, eggs benedict. Um, like, they would not expect me to be putting this on while I'm doing chores or something like that, or trying to code. Or it's 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 a it's art. It's a challenge. You should see it live. I think it's like I bet you they do a fucking amazing live show. Well, let me tell you what it says on the interview that came out last week on Bandcamp. Anyone lucky enough to have seen Rhode Island? They're from Providence. Rhode Island oh, noi- noise rock outfit daughters before their breakup in 2009. Oh, wait, they broke up? I'll come back right. to that. Bore witness to a remarkable spectacle, whether it involved unruly crowds, bodily injury, public nudity, or hostile confrontations. Daughters' live shows became the, the stuff of legend. It sounds like some sort of like Gigi Allen type stuff that was going on at these shows. They were. Are they shitting on the stage and stuff? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Cut themselves razor blades, broken glass. I was going to say I had a Gigi Allen story, but I don't. The only Gigi Allen story I have is that uh, 
after going to college in Statesboro and the band that I was in, and we were determined to make it, uh, we went to moved to Atlanta and we played a show. Um, can't remember the name. I think it's the Warehouse, something like the. I can't remember the name. Yeah. Uh, but really, the only thing we were very excited was that Gigi Allen had performed there, and it was on video. It was one of the, like the videos you saw. And I was like, oh, great, I'm playing at the stage that Gigi Allen's shit on. <laughs> and there was four people there. Three of them were our friends. So, so you like it? It's like kind of like our podcast. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Ryan. Hey, guys. <laughs> What's up, Such? I don't know if you noticed that, but I cut out the end of the last one where I was, like, shouting out our specific yeah. friends. Because this is going to be big, guys. It's going to be big. Advertisers, get it on the ground floor. You can't contact us. Again, you can't mm. contact us. How, how long is this track? Sorry. Hold on. We are four minutes in of a seven-minute song. <laughs> Again, though, I'm into this one more than... I, I like this one yeah. more than, than the little piano one. thing that was happening. Oh, here's the guy again, giving us some chatter. How would you characterize this uh, this, this singer? Apathetic. Apathetic. <laughs> I, I prefer <laughs> this thing from apathetic. He's like, a, where would you where would you um, so peg he, him? He's, is he screaming? Like, I, I don't. I don't think so. It, it's been all over the place, right? Like the first track, he was very doing what he's doing right now, where he's. Which is where I mentioned the Prince, Hen Prince Horn dance school stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm saying the band is like that. I'm just I mean, saying. There's a whole section about his vocal style. What is his vocal style? The singer style? Alexis or Alex Marshall. It's his. With the release of the second album, his vocal style changed from high pitched screams to a singing style that has been compared to. Birthday party era Nick Cave. Okay. Also been described as Elvis Presley being tortured and Jerry Lee Lewis on hallucinogenic drugs. That was earlier albums, but I can see the early Nick Cave. Yeah, for sure. How do you feel about Nick Cave? I, I love Nick Cave. It's it's a deep dive. Um, this huh. this is like, I, I it's almost like kind of that early. It's like sort of clattery, rickety pianos and anguished, chunky screams. Yeah. Not saying this guy's a chunky, but that that kind of like feel. It's dark. I have. I, I like it. I have a, a friend. Uh, I'll put friend in quotes. I have an acquaintance that uh, I know named uh, Zach. Uh, uh, he writes. Zach, you're an acquaintance. You're not a friend. No, I, I, I'd love to call him a friend. I don't think he would call me that. But he, uh, he writes for Noisy. I think it's mm -hmm. a Vice yeah. something. Uh, and he wrote a really, really great article um, about, oh, so you want to get into Nick Cave? And it was just like the deep dive of where you should go for each record. Highly recommended. Zach Lippez, L-I-P-E-Z, uh, will lead you down that path. Uh, it's right. great. All right, we made it through. I would... <laughs> I would single it. Single. All right. Get a man on first, a man on second, and one strike. Yeah, there was a, um, and I'm bringing this up, there was a, a, a Nick Cave, a long quote. Actually, it was more like a 
passage which which came across my radar this week, which I guess was in relation to the response to a, a fan about grief because he, he he lost a son. I think I heard about this. I think I heard about and this. And it kind of crossed. It, it was as much as something that Nick Cave does can be viral. It was viral over the past week or so. And it was really touching and good. And led me. I mean, I went through my Nick Cave phase when I was probably about 19. Like a lot of dudes go through their Nick Cave phase when they're about 19. Yeah. And I, I've always, I, I love a lot of this. I music. went through mine around 40. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is great. I like this one a lot. A little more propulsive. It's called the Flammable Man. Oh, it, it was it was great though. Um, uh, the quote was or the the. the thing that he had to say about grief and, and in particular about the death of his son yeah was um profound and really um do you remember exactly or can you summarize kind of what he said or no i can't it's okay. it's too it's too deep um i can't it, it, I le- can. it led me to go a little bit further into reading about him over the past couple of years um i realize this is a digression from daughters um but about his career and his life. There was an article in, of all things, GQ. Really? Yeah, a GQ from last year. Um, really good piece. I, I thought it was really good. Written by a writer, I don't, I don't remember who, who had um, been, who had written a profile of him probably 25 years ago, back in like the early, I think it might have been while, while he was with Birthday Party. We should probably have told our listeners. That, did you guys drop the acid before we started doing the Daughters record? Because you're having a much better time. That was the end of that song. I'm gonna ball that. I, yeah. I, I'm really okay. Man on first, man on second. One strike, one ball. I am killing it on the scoring. Do you need a beer? Is that what you're doing? No, no, I'm no, good. Okay. I'm fine right now. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm uh, expounding on, on what I remember of this Nick Cave article that I read the other day. I actually want to read that article. So I'll send it to you. This is called the Lord's Song. Lord's Song? L-O-R-D-S. We could be royals, No, royals. Not, <laughs> not E-S. This Lord. You know, God. But did we, I, I, did we like say to... we don't believe in God last the last episode? Well, it's no, we, we spoke about being in simulation. Yeah. It's funny you should mention that because I... I <laughs> No, it's funny you should mention uh, not no, believing in no, God. No, I <laughs> So, since we're talking about Nick Cave, my Nick Cave for a time when I was, I was weirdly, I say weirdly, I was interestingly, I've always, I grew up in a, I grew up in a Catholic family. Get all personal. As did I. Yeah, and, you guys are listening to two Catholic boys here. Yeah. Um, Practicing, I assume. Oh, yeah, very much so. Yeah. Church was great today. And at the time when I was still trying to figure out my life and where I was, and I remember one of the quotes when I was, where am I going with this? Um, my, I assume you just want to preach the Lord's that's right. blessings. Jesus. <laughs> that's not very Catholic. Um, it's challenging when this is going on right behind yeah, us. Yeah, this is, this is the perfect soundtrack <laughs> for that. No, but since I was talking about Nick Cave, it was a quote in a uh, Rolling Stone, probably from serious junkie era Nick Cave. And he was an interview of some sort. And he said something along the lines of, people should read, people should stop reading Bukowski and start reading the Bible. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's an interesting take. 
the article, you'll see this, I'll, I'll send you this article. It's not a new article, it's an old article, but it's interesting all the same, which seems to line up his junkie days with his strong religious belief. I gotta say, this song, I'm, I'm getting back on board. Like, this song, it, it's just killing. Yep, he made it through. Whoa. Little uh-huh. extra stab. I, I would single that, to be honest. Give it a single. All right. That was the Lord's song. Oh, we got a we got bases loaded. You know what we're not doing a very good job of? What's that? Disagreeing. We're not doing that yeah. thing that they do on All right, I'll do, sports uh, TV or sports radio. Fuck One you, for, Michael. Yeah. Fuck that. Or, or, yeah. All right. Or on uh, cable news. That's true. Yeah, where we, you know, disagree heartily and totally cynically just for good podcasts. That's true. I, I apologize to our listeners, actually. We'll, we'll start right now. This is called uh, Less Sex. I know all about that. I did. <laughs> God damn it, we're still agreeing. Yeah. Yeah, so... This, um, is, this is great. Well, I'm riffing on middle 90s Nick Cave. Yep. Um, apropos of nothing, except here we are. Um, yeah, exactly. We're in, in a Nick Cave song. <laughs> it's, and, it's, and, it's reminiscent. In a True Blood uh, theme song. Yeah. Um, that was... It, it was one of those things at a time when I was, I guess, quite a bit more religious, or at least had a little bit more of that in my makeup than I do now. And seeing here was like this seemingly kind of like dark and twisted character who also was kind of like biblical and he was in, in turn kind of now you see at, at a distance was kind of like tuned into like sort of cleaned up Johnny Cash yeah this is just underneath us this is, this is the best song on the record yeah so I like this I like this this is atmospheric less sex Something we had to yeah. Have with. Yeah. So, like this we is, we this spoke about little, this little industrial. <laughs> <laughs> we we spoke about this last time, but you know we're 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 approaching these albums as a whole. We're doing it full on song one to the end. This is something I would cherry pick out of this record. Yeah. I would cherry pick this out and pop it on a like a on daily a listen. Yeah, I'm already. Shit, I, I gotta say, I'm like already in kind of triplish territory. Maybe this, it's this because, might drive in some runs. Maybe it's because I'm like the grind of mm-hmm. what we've been dealing with. So yeah, maybe I might back that off to a double. How are you feeling so far? Get back to me in a minute. I can't. So you know how Spotify, right? You go to the artist, and yeah. it's like, here's the artist, here's the info, and then there's the top five songs. I'm doing that right now. I haven't touched the, the iPad yet, but I'm going to say this is the number one thing. Excuse me while I do that. We'll do some hard edits on this one. We're uh, starting that song over with Less Sex. Um, 
couple things have had to happen. Uh, more beer. More beer. Um, I believe I was saying before uh, the interruption happened was uh, Spotify has a artist page, right? Mm-hmm. And that artist page says, here's the most popular songs by that artist, right? So we were both really, really liking this song. And uh, I was like, I would be shocked if this song, Less Sex, would not be the top song on popular. Funny enough, the songs in most popular for this artist, for Daughters, is that it's actually every single track from this record. It's not a single track that pops to the top. It's one, two, three, four, five from this record. So the fans of this artist listen to this thing as a whole. They don't say, oh, this is a song like we were saying where we'll pop this off and plop it in a playlist, right? It's just, that's how they do it. Done. I'm. That being said, I'm going to take this, plop it off, put it in a playlist. All right. Is this a little bit Nine Inch Nails-y to you? Yeah, I mean, sure, absolutely. I'm not a million miles off saying that, am I? No. Are you Are you not a, a hardcore in, or industrial fan at all? I, I'm fine with it. I mean, it's, it's good when I'm in the mood for that. M- music is very mood and context driven to me. There's times when I'm like in a certain mood or in a certain place, and that's what I want to listen to. Um, you know, what I want to listen to on a Sunday morning is very different from what I want to listen to driving somewhere, which is very different from what I want to listen to when I'm in like a, you know, doing something else in my life. I don't yeah. know. You don't want to pop on less sex on a Sunday morning when you wake up? No, probably not. <laughs> It'll be right. little, it will be a little too on the nose. Uh, so, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this a double. Like I'm gonna put sure. this. Sure. All right. Driving some runs. So with that, hold on for one second. Moving on to daughter. I don't know the name of this record. What's the name? Of the, oh, uh, you won't get what you. You won't get what. Is this you a want. cover of Pearl Jam's daughter? Yes. <laughs> uh, so with that, uh, that drives in uh, two runs. Right? Mm, we, had back, ba- we had bases come back loaded. Song. Yeah. So it drives in two runs with uh, two runs in, one strike, one ball, men on first and second. This, yeah, this is, yeah, I can hear the cover immediately. I was joking, is it really? No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call my daughter. That would actually floor me right now if you did that. <laughs> Don't call me darling. Not fit to be. <laughs> no, oh, there he goes. Yeah. It was nice to have a break to see the, the Saints one. Another completely unrelated sport to this podcast. <laughs> So, like, the back half of this, like, starting with the song before Less Sex, um, I wonder why I keep focusing on that song. But anyway, the song, <laughs> the song before that one, uh, 
it's it's less noisy, a little more songy, mm-hmm. right? I could I could imagine these shows being fun. Yeah. Or at any at any rate, violent. Oh, dude, indie rock baseball um, field trips. Yeah, we gotta do that. Indie rock baseball field trips, and we'll do the best we can <laughs> with recording something while we're there. But we gotta go to a daughter show. All right, put Let's in the find notes. Find out where and when. Yeah, put in the notes. Daughters, you're going to give us backstage passes. You know, yeah. we'll I'm hang sure. Out. You, I'm yeah. sure you love this critique of your yeah. record. It was just what you were waiting for. So right now on deck we have we have indie rock baseball classic, which I think is going to be a shit show. To be frank, you can have like classic as, as opposed to the <laughs> as opposed to the, the refined to the, format yes. that we're doing. <laughs> I can only imagine it would just be like, ah, home run, home run, home run, home run. Or maybe no, I don't think arguing so. about the home runs. It'll be, it would be like home run derby is what you're saying? Basically, yeah. So well, maybe it's that would be interesting. Even my favorite records don't have all home runs. Even the things that I love, there's there's songs in there that I'm kind of like, yeah. You know, this is it's a great okay. part of the song, by the way. But yeah. tell me what you would think would be a any rug baseball classic. Just top of your head. Oh God! Uh, what would be that? Um, indie rock baseball, like my album that I would choose. Yeah, let's say we both chose a classic record we enjoy for indie rock baseball classics. Um, it's probably going to be like some pulp album or something like. It, it, it would be like different class versus whatever okay, you got. Okay, so different class. Uh, yeah, there's definitely not all home runs on different class, but most of them are. Okay, and then I would be yeah, maybe home put run up derby. Like a replacement That'd be fun. Tim record or something yeah. like that. Or, but if I threw something like uh, a Pixies Doolittle or a Pixies, mm-hmm. you know, like, trying to think. Oh, I would do a Big Star, right? A big Star number one. Okay. I would, that's going to be a challenge. All right, you fuck g- it. We're, 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 side, we're, we're tangenting. This song is really good. I actually like this one. How are you feeling? I like it too. Give it like a double. Oh, nice. I'm in. So, Daughter, the Pearl Jam cover. Don't call me Daughter. It's a double. We are moving on to The Reason They Hate Me. There's lots of reasons why. Thank you. No, I was, I, I was referring <laughs> to myself. But. So, that drives two runs in. We've got four runs in. Are we tied? Yep. It's a tie ball game. Tie ball game. Man Uh-oh. on second. Four runs in, one strike, one ball. Yeah. Robin has some challenge with this record. We, we haven't yet figured out how to do a tiebreaker. Again, the second half of this record is way different. Yeah. I really, really, really like this. Yeah. Is he copying some sort of British accent now, though? Oh, don't get me started. But yeah. Oh God, what is this reminding me of? Um, oh, that's great. 
Yeah, like, so my question. Yeah, I, I like this a lot. My question to daughters would be from song five on. Actually, I, I would say start it with five. Okay. And then work your way. I, actually, fuck Don't it. tell me how to do my job. All right. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Mr. Daughters. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. What's the title of this again? The reason they hate me. This is one of their singles. Yeah, this is great. It's it's a single. Yeah, this is fucking fantastic. So the other thing is, we should talk about this, Michael, is that the away team has us one beer in. Yeah. The home team has us has coming several up on beers three in. beers in. Yeah. I guess that all depends on whether we're yeah, home or away. Are you a friendly drunk or an angry <laughs> drunk? I don't think we've ever been angry i think no. I, I feel you are more of a quiet drunk yeah no I'm, I'm i'm more of a loquacious drunk well if you're playing shuffleboard yes i'm, I'm, I'm no i'm okay <laughs> well in that case yes i'm generally more i'm quiet talking. i think i'm more quiet when i'm, I'm, I'm pretty talky okay but i that like i i go off on riffs about all and sundry yeah I, I, I got to say, man, I, I'm feeling like a double or a triple on this song. This is a fantastic song. What's the uh, the band uh, Strangers? Uh, yeah, what is it? Um, this is my favorite song off the album. Yeah, no it's fantastic. Yeah, so. Triple? Yeah, I'll give it a triple. That was fantastic. Ocean is 11. Sorry, hold on for one side. We are on the hit. So I want to tell you a story about this band, which I've gotten from my source called Wikipedia. Give me one second. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, having yeah, some yeah, technical yeah. difficulties here. Definitely the one we were listening to. This is the reason they hate me. I think it's shuffling a bit. Again, I don't think the iPad is the way to go. We're moving on to the next song on the record. Apple, you suck. You'll never make it. Yeah. It's... Guys. Yeah, this is the song we are listening to. Okay, so we're moving on to the next song on the record, which is Ocean Song. I assume it's a Jane's Edition cover. Yeah. Uh, just with that, double? What do you do? Double, triple? Triple. Triple. They take the lead. We have a man on third, two runs bad in. We have six runs, one strike, one ball. One more song on the record after this. I'm already leaning towards a strike on this, but go ahead with your story. No, I, I, I just I found this hilarious as I was reading 
about daughters. And there is a whole subtitle on their Wikipedia page about their breakup, which took place between 2007 and 2010. And they apparently disbanded and collapsed in a lot of like inter-band squabbles and members not talking to each other. And it was, but it wasn't officially announced and no one outside the band knew it was going on. And somewhere here, um, trying to find the, the part of the story where essentially like a third party did one of those classic sitcom things where he invited like one member of the band to come and like hang out and said, the other guy who you're fighting with you know, wants to speak to you, and they did the same thing to the other guy. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and it worked. Really? And it worked. Like they were bitching at each other. Yes. Um, he's credited Andy Lowe of Robotic Empire for reuniting daughters. This is the lead singer. While, Marsh, while the two of them were not speaking to each other, Lowe told them both that one had wanted to see the other one. However, neither had expressed any feeling to them that they, they he was lying that's fantastic that's like a like a parent trap type thing i, I mean, mean it's, it's the are, band trap bands are a, a relationship right so like yeah. oh why you like and so they both reluctantly agreed to have dinner together one night they found out during the dinner that this guy had tricked him tricked them both to t- to get them to talk to each other once again that is that's amazing that's my fantastic. favorite story about this band and here they are they're they're making a kick-ass album in 2018 that is hilarious. <laughs> By far my favorite story. So I, I have, I'm indifferent on this song. Nah, this yeah, is, sorry. Ball they, they, uh, or a strike. They can afford a strike. They can, considering we're coming up on the last song. Last song is Guest House. We've got six runs batted in. One strike, one ball. Oh, sorry. Two, two strikes. Two strikes. And I believe this will be another strike. Yeah, strike it. All right. Cool. Tired of it already. That was that was intense. I'm not gonna lie. We were talking over a lot of that, but man, that that was uh, a lot. Yes. Uh, I'm not completely convinced. Uh, I was playing the actual record because <laughs> of <laughs> I bet. But you know, it, it was your it. own version. Uh, so here, here's how we ended up. Um, and considering we're we're adopting records to myself and Michael, mm. Michael uh, with his Robin record uh, had four runs, one ball, and two strikes with one woman left stranded on second. Yep. I with my um, daughter's record had uh, six runs batted in, two strikes and one ball. Actually, I'm sorry. Three strikes. That last song is a strike. Um, I'm not sure how that works. I guess technically we can't listen to the last half of that song. And if Ever. That, if that happens, then we will have to run over our laptops and iPads, throw them in the street. If we hear the second half of that song, we'll have to slap yeah. people, uh, people's headphones and iPhones and mm-hmm. iPads. Yeah. Great. Um, business. What do we have business-wise? Business? Um, is this like a <laughs> committee meeting or something? 
Sounds like well, every just, committee meeting we'll I've ever like, been in. Fuck it, it's over. Bye. Yeah. Or we could have some business. So yeah. business wise, we we're gonna try to do this weekly. I guess we'll try and do it weekly. We so far so we good. Did. Yeah. Um, subscribe. We are on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. We have an Instagram, which is uh, indie rock baseball. All one word. All one word. Uh, world. All one world. <laughs> it's. <laughs> this is the three beers. Yes. Um, that's about it, I guess. Uh, anything else you want to plug? I have nothing else to want to plug. Do, do your social media. Uh, do, you, do you want I'm, fans? Yeah, fuck it. I'm, I'm Hansi G on everything. So I'm Hansi G on Twitter. I'm Hansi G on Instagram. Uh yeah, follow up because that's probably where we will announce how to get in touch with us. Yes, and um, if if you're listening to this, you're probably already following me because we probably have about five listeners. But do it, do it anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah, I am uh, Michael underscore K on Twitter, and happy as fool and Eggstone reference on Instagram. Cool. Right. Um, thanks, and we will be having guests. We have just done an equipment upgrade. Uh, I believe our neighbor Crystal wants to do it. Maybe. I believe so. What did she say when you approached, or did she approach Hell you? Hell yeah, yeah. No, I. She's into it. Okay. Um. So we hope to have a guest very, very soon. That's it. Goodbye.